We're starting from in Rish Nun Gimel. We were at the end of Sif Aleph. We were up to the Ramah in Sif Rish Nun Gimel Aleph. You're not going to renege and giving them tzedakah, are you? Yes. Give who tzedakah? If they're not eligible, you're not going to renege and Rish Nun Gimel. Oh, very good, very good, excellent. Okay, so it says the Ramah. Hagal v'chein. Tired of it. Huh? You'll get tired like everybody else does. Why? No, I thought that was good. <laughs> Tell my kids. Says the Ramah v'chein b'makim de'ikat takanish lo'litin stako l'mishi yesh lo'i davar katsov. That we discussed until now in the Mechaber that there were set amounts that it was either someone had someone had two hundred zuz. Then there was a set amount that we don't, if someone has 200 zuz, he's an owner, and he has the ability to spend 200 zuz, then we do not, we do not give him tzaka at all. So now the Ramah is saying that there, there was other places that didn't necessarily follow this mechaber. They didn't always go with the mechaber that said that the price was 200. There were sometimes that there was, there was other amounts, that there was, there was other set amounts, that some places that they had higher standards, that they had... Maybe the cost of living was higher or the cost of living was lower. That it seems that this halacha should go both ways. That a city that had a dover cuts of either way, then, then a city that there's able to, a place is, a makom is able to determine their own dover cuts of. They're able to make their own amount. If they don't want to go with the 200 zuz, they're, they're, allowed to, they're allowed to change that. And they're allowed to determine their own, their own, their own level or their own what's the right word? Cut off. Their cut off. I was looking for a different word. But uh, threshold. Threshold, thank you. They're right. They're able to determine their own threshold or cut off. And that would tell them that at what point um, we would not we would not be giving them giving people stock off. They want to decide that fifty Zos is enough for a person and that they can't or that there's so many so many poor people that may be a reason why they would do that. There's so many aniyim, then they would say that we cannot feasibly give every person that had was at the two hundred zuz level. We have to make the cutoff at a much earlier point. So every city had different amounts, and based on that city, then we would then they would determine on who was not eligible for tzedakah. So then, ein choshen lo base dira tashmishav. Then we wouldn't determine based on how much. Um, how much he has, and we wouldn't we wouldn't obligate the person to sell his either his home or his or his belongings. We don't make him sell that. Now a new halacha. The Rama concludes this sif with a an entirely different halacha. asher, if an individual is wealthy, If a person is wealthy and he has a child. And that child is poor. That p- child is a an ani, and the child has no money. Then it's forbidden to give the child money. If those children, even if they're older children, if they're dependent on the father, they're still living at home, and they're eighteen, nineteen, whatever age they are, anything from six and and up would all be considered gedolim for this halacha. That and but as long as that they're they're still dependent on their father and they're still eating from their father's table and their father is the one supporting them, we are not allowed to give them money. 
And the reason for that is because giving money to them, they're, they're an extension of their father. As long as that they're living by their father, and the father is supplying them their mezenas, then their parnasa, when, they, when someone gives them money, then that money is technically owned by their father. So when I'm giving that child money, I'm not really giving that child money. I'm really giving someone else money, and I'm giving the father money. And the father is not someone eligible for tzedakah. Even though this child is eligible for tzedakah, well, so because so for somebody else to give I'm money. not allowed to give that child money because right, it's not going to be giving in stucco. I thought he was talking about the father can't give him more money. So no, no, no. Because it's the father. No, first of all, it's the, it's the father's requirement yeah. to give him. And not only that, we mentioned the Allah earlier that we may even take from the father. supporting his child, somebody else sh- sh- can't, can't give money to that child and consider it stucco. Right, correct. And the reason is because he's not really giving the child, he's really giving the father. So what about, uh, we, we're giving uh, tzedakah to the people in Kolo uh, whose parents might be supporting them. Is that the same thing? Or is that not the same so, so, I don't, so I don't think that that's really the same thing because they're, I, I don't think they're really smuchon al-shulchan Is First of all, there many, many of them, or most of them, have some income of their own. Um, that their their wife is working, that they have some income on their own. The parent is not necessarily fully obligated to the level that we could require, that we could take money from the parent to give to the child. Um, if the parent was not able to support them one day, then that child would be on their own. Um, it's not a... We don't see that child as an extension of the parent. And as long as we don't see the child as an extension of the parent, then we're actually we're helping out that child. We're helping out that individual. It happens to be the parent was the one taking responsibility to support them. And, and as long as the parent's able to, then the parent will continue doing that. So it would depend on that child if that child's in, right now in the status of an ani. If that, child's, if that person, that Kolo guy, he's in the status of an ani, then, then we would... Then, if someone would support him, then that would be regular, regular tzedakah. So, the Ramah says, "But how about I see this child starving? What do I do? I really want to give him money, and I really want to help him. My, my, just my a human nature is getting to me and saying that I can't watch that guy starve. And just because his father is not taking care of him anymore, and the father is wealthy, and the father has money, but his father is not taking care of him." But I need to help him. Didn't we just have something that the Bezdin could make the father? Right, so we had a discussion that there's a, there's a discussion that the father, that Bezdin could take from the father and he could force the father and obligate the father to, to give those children. Yeah. But I guess this, this aspect in the Ramah is either referring to a place that didn't have Kayach Bezdin to, to do that or, or I don't want to go that route. I, I would think that, that it's... So the Ramah says, says that in, in the process of tzedaka, there's really not going to be an option. You really don't have a way of doing it in tzedaka. Avol doron, to give it as a present, v'kavod yachalakabal adam. That I'm allowed to give him something, and if a person's... So it's interesting, the Ramah is telling you, you know, we're allowed to give a gift. It's interesting, the Ramah is not... The Ramah is a halacha sefer, it's not telling us ideas on how to do this. So, but it seems to me that this is a, a level of compassion 
that a, a person should have on an individual that even if he's not if his father's not able to support him and or his father's not supporting him for whatever reason and he's some and now there's there's no way of him getting money for its daka, there is a certain element of, of Rahmanus that we should have and help him out and even though it won't be considered staka in the terms of mitzvah of tzaka, but we should have Rachmanis and give him a gift, if possible. That's the that's that, that's the way the Ramah leaves that, which is an interesting halacha and interesting the way the Ramah puts it. Siv beis, so really is the the siv beis is, is an extension, is a continuation. Really, siv beis and gimel is really going to be an extension, a continuation of the siv. Vyesh omrim, so the. So the Mechaber now quotes the Torah. The Torah quoted this, quotes this Yeshemrim, that all these amounts that we just, we just discussed in Sif Aleph of 200 Zuz or 50 Zuz and 50 Zuz that's able to be spent or a person that has enough eligible for the Kupa, enough to live for one, one, one day or two meals, or enough for 14 meals, to li- enough to live for one week. All those amounts that were given, those were all spoken about. Ella be mayhem. It was all talking about in those times, in their days. In our times, Today's day and age is different. And as long as a person has enough money to be able to support his, his family, Till he, until, sorry, rephrase that. Until he has enough money to support his family, then he's allowed to take staka. So a person's allowed to take, even if a person has, has money in the bank, a person has money that, or he has a certain amount of food, but he doesn't, he's not at the point that he's able to support his family. If he's not able to support his family and the Mechaber is not giving us an amount of time that how long the person can last for in this situation, but if a person is not able to support his family, the Mechaber says that that a that he's allowed to take from Staka. And the Mechaber finishes off on the Siyash Omrim and he says, V'dvarim shal tamim. This makes a lot of sense. That's the way the Mechaber finishes off. Which is a also an interesting Mechaber to tell us. Usually the Mechaber quotes Siyash Omrim, he doesn't tell us at the end, he says, this one it resonates with me, and he doesn't really, he doesn't usually say that. The Mechaber over here concludes and says, V'dvarim shaltam, this reason really works for me, and it makes sense to me. And this, this makes sense that there will be times throughout the generations that the, the numbers will shift, and there will be different, different understandings of, of, of financial situations, and therefore, as long as a person, the, the rule the rule is behind all these halachas is as long as a person can support their family, then, then if a person is able to support his family, then he cannot take tzedakah. If he cannot support his family, then he is able to take tzedakah. That is the, that is the rule. Very interesting. So, I see the Badi al-Shulchan quoting the Gra. I don't see this in the Gra. He may be referring to the Gra and Sif and Sifkat and Vav, but um, I'm not. I'm not really seeing it clear. But the way the Gra explains this halacha, the Gra says that the reason why it was different in those days was because they were living in Eretz Yisrael, 
and they had Leket Shecha and Peach. So there was many other things that they had that they were able to, that a person that was earning 200 Zos, so even though that seems like a really low threshold, that's a low amount of money, and that's a little amount, but he was able to get other things that he had other benefits. That there was like a Shecha there's going to be Maeser Ani, there's going to be other things that a person is going to have to be able to support them. Which doesn't count toward the shear. Right, so that's without the shear. So besides that, so a person really has extra surplus. Besides for the 200, a person has lacha shechampeah as well, that a person, a person that's really hungry will go out to more fields and get more, get, get more, more lacha shechampeah. So, so therefore, that really, really that's a, a lower amount. Today's day and age that, that, that we don't have that. So now the Mechaber is telling us what the rule is without lacha shechampeah. Asks the Bali Yashulchan, he says that's a very interesting pshat. Because then that means, even in the times of the Mechaber, there was a differentiation in this halacha between in Eretz Yisrael and out of Eretz Yisrael. He says, which, which we don't see anyone discussing, that it depends where they were located, that this is a halacha pertaining to Eretz Yisrael, and in Chutz in, Laaretz, in then there would be a different halacha. So, so he he understands just much much more simple that it wasn't something because of like a shecha and peah rather it was just a rather simple halacha that times change and money money and has different values and today's day and age just because a person um, may or may not live on two hundred zuz but there's and that may not be enough for a year or that may yes be enough for a year but times change and therefore the the numbers shift. And therefore, we have to know as well. We have to know what the criteria is, and that, and what's the underlying rule, what's telling us what what's determining the two hundred zuz. And the rule is, if a person is able to support his family, if a person is not able to support his family, then he's able to take staka. Siv gimel. A a similar halacha, also in terms of what a person has to sell in order to, before he takes staka. So, Misha Hayulo Karkais, a person has fields, he has property. So this is often the case, even today's day and age, that, that the real estate market goes up in the, in the summer, in the spring, the real estate market goes up. Generally in the fall and, and winter, the real estate market goes, takes a dip down a little bit. That is the, that, that's general. Um, across in most areas, of course, there's going to be some areas that are not like that and not going to follow. But in general, that is the case. So that was the case in the in the place of the mechaber. If he's going to sell his property, then it's going to he's not going to earn as much money, and it's going to be cheaper. If he waits till the summer months, he'll be able to get the full value. He'll get the proper value if he waits till the summer. We do not obligate this individual to sell his property. We, we give him until he reaches half the, half the value of the property. So we're, in essence, we're going to supplement that difference. If the ani that he needs is going to be more than half the value of his property, then we'll require him to sell it. 
We do not want him forcing himself and pushing himself to sell this field at a time that he won't get the proper value. Um, it's it's hurtful to him, and he won't get he won't get the full amount, and that's not something that we require him to do. Sorry, I'm skipping the skipping the Rama in parentheses and jumping back to that Rama. There's the Yesh Emer that says it's just the opposite, that we will not feed him until he's able to sell off his field with on, to, at, at half the value. So it's, a, it's an interesting Ramah. I'm not sure exactly why the Ramah is saying that. I'm not sure what the reason behind that is, but it's an interesting Machlekes. What the requirement before to sell, to sell on, the, on the property. So the Machabra finishes off. If everyone else was selling and people were selling at a, an expensive rate, he's only finding buyers that are willing to take his, his property at a very low rate. And he doesn't want to sell it to those people because, because he's, he would rather hold out until he can find a buyer that's going to offer him a little more. Because he's pushed and because he's under this pressure that that he's not going to be able to sell, we don't force him to sell off to sell off his property because because he's he's under pressure. Rather, we give him meiser ani. We'll we'll give him we'll give him tzaka until he's able to sell off his property at the proper value. And we wanted we wanted to carry that people should people shouldn't realize or people shouldn't feel that he's desperate. Because as soon as people feel that he's desperate, then people are going to start taking advantage of him. And we would rather we would rather him get his full amount of, amount of money, the full value on the property, and therefore he's allowed to hold off. And and during that period, while he's holding off, then we'll give him meiser ani, we'll give him tzedakah. And that is the that that is that that is that is the halacha that will will continue him on tzedakah even though he owns property, even though so technically he has. He has money in the bank. He has he owns a property, but we will still give him my surrounding because we don't want him to feel pressured. Siv Dalid. So this was something common before ATMs. And it could even be common today. Someone's on a business trip, someone is in an area that he's not able to take out any more money, and for whatever reason, he doesn't have any more liquid cash. It, there's there's situations all the time. The person doesn't have that funds currently right now available, and he's he's on he's on some kind of trip, but he's he's really he really has enough money. He's not he's not poor. He has money. He's just right now they're not available for him. Right now he's um, there's there's scenarios that a person um, we hear these stories from time to time that a person's credit cards. Um, we're either cut uh, um, uh, cut off while he's on a trip when he's on vacation, or if a person is on on a on a business trip and he and he lost his wallet. Um, there's the, all different different stories that that come somebody, up. About a year ago, we had somebody trying to make inroads on our. So somebody who masqueraded as he was probably colluding with the teller. He masqueraded as me and started withdrawing money from my account. And so I figured out that. Uh, he, he picked places where I had kids around there, 
and it took a while, and it, it, it took, he, he did it a few times, I figured out that this guy was masquerading as me, and, um, wow. they, uh, they, and they showed a picture to somebody here, and they said, that's not he. So they covered the loss, but I had to get a new bank account, and that took Right. So that so, so, was, so those was, kind of issues, I had no, I had no cash. and you didn't and you didn't have any access to your money at that point. Uh, well, I. Uh, I mean, to those I, accounts. I couldn't. I couldn't move the money anyplace else. Right. Right. I had a um, anything that was deposited had to go someplace else. Right. But they, they worked pretty quickly. But yeah, it does happen. Right. These kind of things happen. So during that period, a person, a person, even though he has money, and he, the person he's not, he's not an ani. Right now, the inlay Mayechal, he doesn't have food, he doesn't have the ability, he doesn't have money right now available. Yitol Tzedakah, he's allowed to take money from Tzedakah. And when he gets back home from this trip and he finishes now this circumstance, he's able to get out of this circumstance, now his bank accounts are back open and it's on, and, and now, now his funds are available. He's not obligated to return the money to Tzedakah. So the halacha would be if someone borrows money from tzedakah, then he would have to return the money from tzedakah. But this individual is not borrowing money from tzedakah. He's going out and getting liquid sugar Right. So the halacha is the havalika ani v'hashir. Because right now he was poor. There was, an, there was a period that he had no money available for him. So if he had no money available, then as long as there was... The, the, that, that is constitutes an ani, that right now he had no money available, he didn't have anything to purchase food, there was a, he had a full status of an ani, and he's allowed to, and he's allowed to take tzedakah. Once he gets his money back, now okay, so he's a, he's a poor person that, that now became wealthy once again, and now now he's not allowed to take tzedakah, but he does not have to return that money that he benefited from tzedakah during that period. Siv hey. A similar halacha to this to this concept, someone that supports a yasem, a child, an orphan, and he supports him as a child. And I had proper intention, or the individual giving the money had proper intention to give money for tzedakah. Had the intention that I'm giving money and I'm helping out this child. Now, when this child grows up, when this child gets older. So now I go and ask the child, I say to this child, I helped you when you were younger. Now you grew up and now you're a wealthy individual. Now it's time to pay up. I gave you all that money when you were a child. Halacha is potter. It's the same halacha. At that point... He's that poor. He's like supporting your other money. Right, so, so so this is a, a different element. Is halacha? If the megadol became an ani, then it's uh, just the tables got turned. What do you mean? The, 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 the oh, meaning no, not, but it could it could be now he's not he's not poor now he just says uh, pay up now. I supported you as a child, and now now you're working and now you now you have money, so now pay it up, huh? So the guy says no, too bad. 
Right? That, that's halacha. The halacha is you. You gave it at stalker. You didn't give it as a loan that you're that you were loaning this child money and helping him out that he should have to return the funds. You gave it as a mitzvah stalker. You had proper intentions, and you did it as a mitzvah. So now, now why why should the child have to give it back? And that, that's halacha. The child, the child is is completely exempt, and he does not have to return that money. So the Ramah adds in, and the Ramah stresses this and explains the chiddush of this halacha. Even though he had money, unless he he loaned the money and he said explicitly that he's loaning this money, so this has to be talking about a case that we're talking about a case of an orphan. A general person, unless he's a poor person, if I give him money to feed him, I give him money to to help him sustain himself, we generally assume, unless it's a poor person, and I'm saying explicitly that it's Ritzaka, then we'll generally assume that's level that a regular giving that would be a baseline giving would be considered a a loan. If I'm giving money and I'm helping someone that has property and he has and he has belongings, then we assume that that's a loan, and therefore, when the when the person has money to pay back, then we then we require him to pay back. Oh, well, uh, you have to set up as he gave him a loan, right? So, right. So we're saying in general, in general speaking, when a regular person that has mm-hmm. money and it's just not uh, just funds are not available right now, then we we assume that that's going to be a loan that I'm loaning him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Unless I say explicitly for tzedakah, by a yasim it's the other way. Is that the assumption is for tzedakah? Unless we say explicitly alone. Yeah, got it. Okay, good. Sivav. Ani shegavu loy lahashlim loy demachsayre. Vahisiru almashet sarich. Hamaiser shaloi. I was I was having a, I was struggling with this halacha a little bit. It's a Mishnah. Okay, so help me along. It's a Mishnah in Shkalim, right? I wouldn't know. I'd have to look up and see what the uh, Gerar or somebody said. I've yeah, not that, seen the Mishnah. Yeah, I think that's what they, they say. Like, like, like if, you, if you collect uh, if you collect for different things, what happens? You have left over. Like you collect for pigeon shvuyim, you have left over. Are you going to early minion or the late minion? We'll discuss that soon. That's a great question. We'll discuss that in a few minutes, okay? How does it have to do with this? That's why I said that. I said, well, that's why we'll discuss it in a few minutes. Um, so, right. So if there's, there's extra money left over, after we, we gave the Ani everything that is necessary, all the, everything that he needs, and now there was extra money left over, so the, the halacha is Hamaiser Shaloi. Is that he gets to keep that extra money? So, so the the what, what the halacha is that now as long as the collection was done on behalf of the of the ani, then. As the money was coming in, the gabay, gabay tzedakah was zeicha, or 
were, were being kind of were making a zechia on all that money for this ani. So they were already kind of for the ani. So therefore, even the extra money, even though he has already what he needs, the Allah is the meiser shaloi that it goes to goes to the per, per, poor person. Vim gavu stam. If I, I'm generally collecting, I'm not collecting on behalf of one specific ani. Rather, I'm collecting for a group of aniim. Vahisiru. Now there's now there's extra money. Yishmur So then, I, then the gabei tzaka should hold it for the future and save that for the future other aniim that will come down the line. Vechem meiser shavai. Similarly, a halacha of if there's extra money from. From redeeming a someone that was in captivity, if there's a, a if there was for one specific person, then we'll give that money to that individual. However, if we're collecting for a number of captives, then then we'll hold the money for future captives that that will 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 need to be redeemed. And similar similarly, money extra money that was. That we raised funds for a specific individual that passed away, either for the funeral, we we collected funds for for um, on on his behalf. Then those extra funds, or or we collected funds for an individual and he passed away. Then those extra funds will now go to his his children to the to the yarshim. That will that's where the that's where where the money will go to. Or, but if I collect for general meiser mesim, if there's extra money for a collection on behalf of many, many um, that they're collecting for a certain basic forest to help out for for people that need to be buried or for some, a specific cause for many people that are, that passed away, the halacha is then that will go to the that will save that for future future pay, people that are going to be in that situation, people other 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 dead people that will need to be need these funds. So we mentioned these concepts that there are ability that we could sometimes change out the change out the money where it goes. So there's again, so the gabayim. So there, here's the halachas mentioned once again. If the gabayim see that there's a specific need that arises, that there's extra funds needed for a specific cause, and there is now money sitting in an account that was that was allocated for other mesim or for other. Other, uh, uh, different other captives, and the gabayim see that now there there's a greater need for another a different sayrach. Then they're allowed to they're they're allowed to go and redirect that money um, for for something else. Do we have another uh, another few minutes, or or or, or you you have a tight schedule? I finished my work. Okay, so I, so let, let's see. I just wanna. See, maybe maybe we could we could finish up. Uh, are, are you in, are you in a rush? Nine ten is my next class. Okay, fine. So let 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 let's go for a few more minutes, and that we will try to finish the simon. My shigavul opinion shavui a a another Allah in this concept of the money that was raised to redeem captives, umeis kaidim shanifta, and this individual died in captivity. And there was no, they didn't, they didn't end up redeeming him, and but they collected all this money, and all this money is sitting they and waiting. They, rede- they, they gave the bones back. 
Didn't they have to redeem the uh, Maram after he died? Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's been been cases like that. I guess that wasn't that wasn't the issue over here. That wasn't the discussion. Mm-hmm. So the halach is yesh mishayim reshehim shal yarshav that there's those opinions that that money that extra money goes to the children goes to the yarshim. That there's a, an opinion that it does not go to the Yarshim. And that's the opinion of today's day and age that we do not give it to the to the Yarshim. We assume that again we, we've seen this concept and we we saw this concept a number of times that we go with the Das of the person giving the money. What would they have wanted? So the people that donated the money for opinion shvuyim, they want to save a captive. They don't want the money to go to children that are living a regular life. And it happens to be, it was sad that they're that they're, they they had a relative that was that was in captivity. But why should those those yarshim now walk away with this money? They they would rather this money to to be saved for something. They they, they, they could say, okay, now we we're going to make a change on it, and we're going to give it for supporting the uh, the uh, yosonim. Right, so they have the ability could to do, do that. that. Right, they, that they have an ability to do. The gabayim could change that. Thing. Right, but over here, where the where was the the step one? Where should it go? So, was, so there was one opinion that it should go to the yarshim, and that now this other opinion is saying that we do we don't do that in today's day and age. We assume what what do the people that donated the money? Where do they want that money to go to? Similarly, it would be someone pirish nitman vinevad. That someone was some someone was hidden and he was he was lost kiba shemesh and vodin lenit mahashavu bein or or that he that he got he got lost meaning that he he spiritually got lost and he he joined them and now he he doesn't want to be redeemed even. And the Ramah says, "Who had him in another echad liyseima ma'is lahasiyah?" A someone made a nether to give money for a an orphan to marry her off. Umesa now she dies. The leizachu b'hem yarshim that her yarshim, meaning her her sibling. Her, I mean, okay, so either she was an orphan from her mother or father, but her her siblings or her. Or her other relatives don't get that money. That so it doesn't go to her yarshim. And for the same reason that we assume what what did the people donating the money, the person donating the money was do, doing it on the condition that it was going to go to her and going to marry her off, and that's why the person made another that he was going to give money to Tzaka was not to go and just give give to, to her yarshim. Umiu calls man as long as she's alive, then it goes to her. Then the money will go to her. Well, we don't wait till she's actually getting married. However, if she dies now, before she gets married, then, then, then the money will be returned. Meaning the case was that she's a... Um, she's a she's of marriageable age, and we're we're trying to collect funds that we shall have enough money to get married. So the person has the obligation not to wait till her marriage, till she's standing under the chuppah to give the money. Rather, give the money right away. That way, she has she has more funds, and she has the ability now to get married. But if she dies before she gets married, then at that point, at that point, the the money is returned 
to all those individuals that, that gave the money. Sivches, Ani shenasam pruto letztaka. An Ani, so we mentioned this halacha, that an Ani has an obligation to give a minimal amount a year. So over here we're discussing, I guess, either that halacha or maybe he's doing something even above and beyond his, his ab- obligation. So a, a poor person that goes and gives a money, money to tzedakah, a poor person, he's going around collecting, and I've seen this, I've, seen, I've witnessed this many times in Lakewood, is that someone's going around collecting, and then you see the ani that was just a moment ago was collecting, now he's sitting in the avening. And then the next poor, poor person is coming around and goes collecting and asks him for tzedakah. So I've seen it so many times. They, they'll, they'll, they'll stick their hand in their pocket and they'll, they'll give the guy a dollar. And so that's the halacha. And, 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 and it may be that just pure um, idealistic, but maybe it's simply the fact that if they don't give the guy a dollar, you're not going to give him a dollar next time you see them. Or they know how he feels. They they know that situation, yeah. they, and they and they know what it is to be turned away. So they don't want to turn someone away. They they know that well, they know that feeling. They have to they've, give some too. Right. So either they're 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 accomplishing their their base chiyuv, or they're going above and beyond. So this the mechaber doesn't say what this what this is what this guy is doing over here. But over here he gave tzaka. So that Allah has and we take the money. But if he does not give, and he says, I'm sorry, I don't have the funds to give, then we do not force him. If we give him new clothing, and he says, okay, I'll give, I'll give him return, I'll give the old clothing, and he, maybe he's donating it to someone that is even more needy than him, that will benefit from these old clothing, as well, we will take that, we will take those old, old clothing from him. If he doesn't return those old clothing, in we do not obligate him. Siftes, ani she'ena writes alikach tzdaka, a poor person that does not want to take tzdaka. And again, this is a halacha. This is relevant. This happens from time to time. People do not want to feel like they're, they're on the receiving end. People do not want to take tzdaka. Marimim, we try to trick them. We give them as a gift. Alva, or we'll try to loan them. And this we mentioned we mentioned earlier as well in the eight levels of the Ramam. This is probably the greatest level of Tzaka. If we could one of the greatest levels of Tzaka, not the greatest, but one of the greatest levels of Tzaka, if we're able to give someone Tzaka and give it to him as a gift, or give it to him as a loan, or an open ended loan, and the person won't realize that we're actually giving them Tzaka. Sivyod Asher Hamariv Atzmai, a wealthy individual that starves himself, the and he cannot use his money because he's just so um, stingy about his money. Such an individual, we don't listen to him and he's now starving. We don't we don't go help him. We don't go start feeding him. He has money. He's not he's not He's able to afford it. Happens to be he's, he cannot bring himself to use his own money, and he has a, a has a has a an issue that he can't use his own money. But that we won't. Based on forcing to feed himself. If um, starving his kids, they could force him to feed you. For the kids, we could. They forced to feed himself. I'm not sure. Obviously, something wrong with this guy. Obviously, something wrong. Right, right. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if they could go force him. What what are they going to do? They're going to force him. They're going to take money from himself, and like they're going to go buy food for him and and force him to take it. I'm not sure what they're going to do exactly. Force feed him. So I mean, we we don't listen to him. We don't consider him an ani. 
just because he's starving, but he has money in the bank, he has money to spend, and he just doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to, he can't bring himself to spend his own money, then that's, that we don't, we don't listen yeah, to that guy. Yeah, you don't always know. Right, so obviously it has to be, a, it has to be a scenario that we know, that we know, we know what his, his finances are, and we know that he just, that he has this issue that he can't spend money. A Tamil Chacham were obligated to give him um, according to his his honor. If a Tamil Chacham does not want to take money, we try to we try to somehow um, give him merchandise or and to purchase or we'll sell sell things to him really cheap. And we'll buy his merchandise, things that he's selling, we'll buy it for, for extravagant prices, and we'll make him feel like we're, that he's actually doing business and he's doing great business deals. But the reason we're doing that is because we're giving him, we're giving him top dollar for his, for his merchandise because he's a Tabachacham and we want to help him out. If he knows how to do business, Malvin Loy is if this Talmud Chacham knows how to how to he knows how to make a good deal, then we'll loan him money. That way, he could do business as well. And a reverse sting. What do you mean? A sting operation. You make somebody feel that he's capable of doing something like like winning a pool game easily over you, and then you keep raising the bet, and when it gets high. You show him how, you, you go you go back to your old self, and he loses. Right, right. It's a reverse thing. You make. He isn't so good at business, but you make him feel like he's good at business. Yes, that's the first thing. But okay, we're 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 allowing him to walk away with the money. Yeah. And then Sif Yud Beis Mishat Tzarich Lebrios, someone that needs. Someone that needs to come on to other people, Vishat Achar Parnas Parnasasai, Vinasnu Loitstaka. Ein Bali Chayvis Yichalim Liipara Mimenu Mimashigava Bitstaka. A person that needs to come onto other people, and he's in a situation, he's in a, a in a in a in a place that he well, needs. Shut the car, pranasa, means he's in business is in trouble. Yeah, and he's he's floating after his pranasa. He's trying to catch up with his pranasa. Then, and he was given staka. The halacha is that we do not that bali chayves. If he owes people money, they're not allowed to take from the money that he collected from staka. He collected money from staka. We don't. So he's he has not. To keep it straight. Huh? So he has to keep it straight. He needs to know where he's where where, where everything is up to. Correct. Haga imleisha kasev kasev bekitzuvai shechayav lachir shechayav lacherim bekibutzei unless he unless it was listed in his while he was gathering the money that that he's that he's that he's in debt to other people. That if it was written in his letter that when he's going collecting and he's telling everyone I'm in debt. And I need to get myself out of the debt, so then everyone understands that I'm not only giving money for to actually feed him, but I'm also giving money to get him out of debt. So then, then he would be able to. A lot of the letters. Well, a lot of the letters. Hundred thousand dollars to pay the hospital. Right, right. That's 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 in many letters. Then that that halacha would be be the case that it, that he's allowed to use it as well to get himself out of debt. Okay, Yashikaya, thank you for staying with me for the last few minutes, and Mirza Shem. We moved forward. Yeah. So we finished we finished Rashon and Gimel, Mr. Shem. Next time after the break we'll start up from Rashon and Dalad.